This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows. You can subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever the next coolest streaming technology that's coming out. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. And heck, if you've got some ideas for future shows, drop us a line with those too. Now, where you live during retirement is one of the most frequent topics I discuss with potential clients, with current clients. Uh, Some want to stay right where they are. Others want to pack up and move to common U.S. retirement destinations, you know, Florida, Arizona. Many who live in a place that is long winters, they want to become snowbirds, spending the cold season someplace warm, then they return home during the warmer months. However, though, you might be surprised at how many people express a desire to relocate full-time to places far more exotic than Florida and Arizona. For some retirees, moving abroad presents an opportunity to enjoy an adventure while also potentially stretching their budget and nest egg further than it would be possible in the U.S., But before we get into the logistics and packing our bags and doing some globetrotting during retirement, I want to introduce my co-host, the always ready Tony Shore, who I know we've already spent a little time today looking at some maps and uh, talking over things around different areas. Uh, And who knows, someday maybe we'll be co-hosting this shore from this show from a South American beach. I said shore because it's your last name. Tony Shore, how the heck are you doing? Or from the middle of a forest in uh, Westbrook, Maine. That's, That's one of the it. two. One of the yeah. two. Yeah. You're always welcome. We we can't all we can't all live the dream like you are, Matt. That's <laughs> that's that's funny. But yeah, no, this sounds like a, a good one. It sounds like a fun one. And yeah, we did look at a map for twenty minutes before the show. Uh yes. just looking at spots on a map, me asking you about them because uh, yeah, just, uh, you're familiarizing me with the Westbrook area. I love it. Uh, and I enjoy discussing, uh, that different places, different fun spots to eat, visit shop, but I enjoy discussing retirement in ways that are maybe a bit broader than is typical. So I'm glad we're going to hit this today. And, uh, I think a lot of people out there, uh, love these shows when we talk about this kind of topic. Yeah, it's not as cut and dry as some of like, here's the new Medicare rules. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or <laughs> Social Security might be dying. Lockbox. Lock uh, anyway, <laughs> so let's Matt! be clear. Matt! <laughs> let's be clear up front. Retiring overseas isn't just for the wealthy. There's the great news for everybody. Yeah. There, but it's also not for everybody. There are a number of appealing destinations available to retirees living on a budget. Uh, a U.S. News and World Report article 
the best affordable places to retire overseas in 2023. It has some insights that I think can help our conversation today. The article's first destination, and I hope I pronounce this right, is Chitre, Panama, or Panama. Um, I'm just going to call it Panama for the rest of the show, though. This growing city of just more than 9,000 people is also the capital of the Herrera region. It's got a metro population of about 80,000 people. And just a four-hour car ride from the nation's capital of Panama City, uh, Chitre has a Spanish colonial architecture. It's got small-town atmosphere. It's also very close to some of Panama's best Pacific Ocean beaches, which... As you uh, it may or may not know, it's the sets of waves on the on the Pacific Ocean that makes it so desirable for surfing. Uh, but what makes the city an increasingly popular destination for American retirees is its amenities for expats. There's an explosion in development during the last decade down there. It's led to the kind of infrastructure you usually find in a much larger city. There's some really solid healthcare options, well-maintained roads, sidewalks, and U.S.-style grocery stores and shopping as well. Wow. And I have to say, uh, a small but growing city like that, that's just a quick drive from beaches and not too far from Panama City, it sounds pretty good. I mean, obviously, um, a lot more people now are considering this. I'm always surprised. It seems like an off topic, but uh, I just read an article about Panama and American retirees retiring to Panama because of the costs. Yeah. Again, this isn't, we may get, we'll save some of this maybe for later if we have time, but uh, it's not going to be forever, but I want to say up front, we're not, you know, being uh, supported by any economic developers in these towns. These are from some lists and some articles uh, and, you know, just basic knowledge of what's going on and where people are going. And again, if you like a small but growing city, not too far from Ocean Beach is Westbrook, Maine. It's Westbrook, the, it's the Maine. List too. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of umbrellas in our drinks here, but we do have some great food. <laughs> That's uh, true. Now, and again, if you like beaches, how about this? Besides Westbrook being not too far from one, you might want to check Corozal. It's a district in the northern part of Belize's mainland. I have friends who actually own a piece of property not far from here. The area consists, it's got tropical jungles, farms, rural villages, stunning Caribbean seashores. Um, we're not going to talk about bot flies, but, you know, those Oof, exist there. One yeah. of those things you want to know about. Um, but residents of the off the beaten path community, they value a simple lifestyle. It prioritizes life around the sea. So if you kind of got that romantic vision of that life being integral, that is sea being an integral part of your retirement life, uh, you know, located in the Corozal Bay, it's part of the Caribbean. It's well known for uh Calm, safe waters. It's ideal for sailing, water sports, some epic fly fishing in the flats of Belize in your retirement. And the community itself, uh, you know, it lacks in some amenities, but it's only 10 miles from Chetamal, Mexico. And that provides retirees with access to things like, you you know, U.S. products and high quality healthcare. Yeah. And modern amenities in Mexico, but yet has the rural laid back lifestyle in Belize. Sounds like the best of both worlds to me. Yeah, a little bit off the beaten path, a little different. Yeah. Now, another one, a little further around the world, depending on what part of the country you're in, but Pattaya, Thailand, uh, Southeast Asia, currently one of the most affordable places in the world. Uh, the standard of living isn't uniform through the entire region, that should be said. But Pattaya presents an opportunity to reduce your cost of living without giving up a high quality of life. 
So it's on the eastern seaboard. It's home to Naklua and Wangamat beaches. They have numerous housing options, laid back waterfront lifestyle again. And because there's no road along the waterfront, both beaches are among the cleanest in the region. It may be particularly ideal for retirees looking for that affordable and comfortable lifestyle in a community with a lot of expats as well. Wow. I would have never thought or guessed Thailand, but uh, that's interesting. And I can see the appeal, though, of a good old-fashioned adventure for a lot of retirees, maybe moving away for a while, living a couple of years overseas, or maybe even permanently. But it seems like there would be some degree of comfort in moving to a place that already has a lot of expats, a lot of Americans living there. Yeah, you know, you kind of find your group that way. You know, they help guide you around. It's certainly not a bad thing. I'd also say if you're going to move somewhere, you might as well immerse yourself in the local culture as well, get the most out of it. But it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of a guide when you show up. Uh, Now, maybe Europe, you know, um, cost sometimes for a lot of people, it becomes prohibitive in Europe. But um, one that you can be considered in this one as San Lucar de Barrameda, and that's in Spain. That could be an ideal option. It's mid-sized community. It's got a lot of good amenities. It's located on the Costa de la Luz. Uh, it's a picturesque portion of the Atlantic coastline. It's in the southwest of Spain. I went through the area when I was much younger. Large sandy beaches, popular history center. Uh, it draws people, there's festivals. There's the annual horse race on the beach. And it's popular for its sherry wine industry. So if you're in wow. sherry, uh, it's actually part of what's called the sherry triangle. It's got just the right conditions in the area for sherry production. So, you know, not a bad way to use some of your extra time in retirement. There you but go. Best of all for retirees, it has affordable beachfront living with temperatures that are warm year round. Mm, I like that. Um, and living in Spain, I would think would, uh, give you relatively easy access to popular European destinations, not too much of a trip to, you know, go see Paris, Rome and Venice from there, uh, which may make exploring Europe on a modest retirement budget a little more realistic, right? That, and let's not forget that absolute incredible train system that exists in oh, Europe. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you get, I, I, I know it's a little bit romantic, you know, in the, idea, but traveling across that continent by train, I did it after college. It was everything I dreamed it would be. And believe me, you know, to take the trains from one country to another, you can get a little car that you can sleep in if you want to make an overnight out of it and enjoy the train trip. Those it's, it it just harkens back to another era, especially when you're going through some of these smaller villages and heck, sometimes you have that impetus. Maybe you're headed towards Paris, but you get off in just a smaller town along the way. You know, and you just have a completely different uh, experience. And heck, if we've got a partnership with the Financial Services Pro in the States, you may not have to give that relationship up if you spend much of your retirement abroad. You know, there's things, you know, like we do for clients now, video meeting programs. You can meet with your financial pro anytime you want. Yeah, there you go. And I think, yeah, before you make a move, like uh, moving really anywhere, even within the continental U.S., if you're going to move to a new location or especially overseas, you're going to want to be working with a financial professional like yourself to make sure you've got the financial plan in place and a retirement income plan uh, that will support you. Yeah, I would say this. I would say this. Not only that, maybe build in some travel money prior to thinking this is your place to go 
and go test out the waters. Check these places out. You know, just reading about some, you know, my my grandfather always said he didn't need to travel because he had National Geographic. <laughs> That's <laughs> I, what he always I told my grandmother. That, yeah. He's like, I don't need to go there. I've already seen that place. But deciding that you've, you're, you're going to move somewhere because you saw a pretty picture a photojournalist took or you just, you know, watch somebody's blog is a lot, some lot different than going and doing it yourself. Yeah. I mean, there uh, are things like certain times of the year, uh, the weather might not be right. And maybe you visit it when the weather's great and there's no bugs, but you go back, especially places like Belize. Um, you know, uh, yeah. how do you do with uh, really big, large bugs and lizards crawling <laughs> yeah. all over? Are you okay with that? Because <laughs> you're next to a jungle, so that's going to yeah. happen. There's different, yeah, there's things you don't always see in all the pictures. Maybe you move to one of those towns where, like, the land crabs are migrating and covering everything, and you have a massive <laughs> fear of those things. Right? So <laughs> it, it makes sense to maybe visit these spots once or twice, and that's something you want to consider in your financial plan prior to making yeah. these decisions. You can I think always you need to spend a month somewhere, goal. but I would say spend a month somewhere at least before, if you're planning on moving there, you need not to spend a bad idea. Quite a, quite a bit of time. You can't just, I don't think one week trip or, Hey, we, we visited there twice in our lives and spent five days, one time and six days, another, and now we want to move there. I think you got to go back and yeah, uh, you, visit another time a year, spend a month there. Right. If you spend a month, maybe you get an idea or a couple a multiple trips, different times of the year is yes, another great thing. That's a like great idea. Yeah. Um, so um, but on with the same thing, we're talking about that U.S. News and World Report, the yep. best affordable places to retire overseas. Right? Um, Georgetown, Malaysia. And that might huh. appeal to some retirees. It's modern and it's exotic. It's diverse melting pot. It's got locals, expats. English is widely spoken. Foreigners are welcome. It's an island nation. It's considered safe and stable. Huh. Now, a, there are a lot of modern high rises, but Georgetown is also one of the best preserved older cities in all of Asia. The, there's low cost. That's a big part of the draw. And these trendy seaside locations with palm fringed beaches and rainforest backdrops, those are close by. So whether it's you know swimming in the sea, playing a couple rounds of golf, hiking, or just relaxing in the t in that temperate climate, Malaysia has a lot to offer American retirees as well. Yeah, I don't know anything about Malaysia. I couldn't even show it to you on a map, so that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know well, my geography isn't great, but uh, at least when it comes to Malaysia, I know nothing about it, so that one kind of surprised me. Yeah, uh, and Ecuador. Here's another one, Cuenca, Ecuador. Uh, cobblestone Streets, one of the oh, best wow. preserved historical centers in the Americas. Yeah. Uh, but it's also got modern internet, reliable drinking water, electricity. So if you don't speak Spanish, it's got a number of highly regarded schools for older folks just, you know, learning to want to learn the language. But the cost of living, real estate prices, that's what's made it increasingly popular from for expats. They use the U.S. dollar that reduces some of the concern about exchange rates for people. And healthcare is both excellent and affordable. In Ecuador, there's a town in Ecuador, Quito, at least until you know when I was still in college, which you know, admittedly, was a little while ago. Um, had the days. most stable climate in the world. Wow! Uh, you know, it's it, it, it's 72 degrees pretty much year round. Wow. At that one city. And so you're not far from things like that. There are a lot of expats. So befriend, befriending English speakers in that area shouldn't be a problem. And this is again, so it's temperate. It's got high elevation. So it, this also has a temperate year round climate. Uh, but 
it's 8,400 feet of elevation. So thinner air. So if you have respiratory issues, maybe not the best choice, Hmm. but again, depending on what you're looking for. And again, we got to think of some other bigger picture things. Maybe, maybe you don't, uh, maybe you want to go to these places. A lot of people, they have some buyer's remorse once they've done these things. Yeah. They miss their family. They miss their old friends. You know, a lot of people say they're going to come. Life gets busy. You know, all of a sudden you hear Cat in the Cradle singing in the background. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Seasons in the Sun, followed closely by Cats in the Cradle. Watching Scotty Grow by Bobby (laughs) Goldsboro. You're just weeping for hours. So, you know, you got to think these things through. It's, again, why you want to talk to a good financial pro. We've seen this. We're, we do a lot of work on the number side. There's no doubt about that. But I can't tell you how much work we do on like the psychological and behavioral side of things too, because we've seen it. We see it in so many different arenas. And this is one of those where it's a little different moving to Florida than it is moving to Malaysia. And so again, that's one of those things check it out, maybe make it part like you know you can move there for a couple of years and if things don't work out, you can still come home. But if you're that type that maybe you don't have a big family, maybe, you know, getting together every Sunday is not your thing or, you you know, maybe you see your family once every couple of years, then this may, the these concepts may be the right thing for you. Yeah, yeah. So what's another potential destination you want to talk about? Well, I want to get a little bit to my blood. I'd be remiss if I did not talk about some parts of Italy. Oh, and yeah. The article nice. has uh, Popoli, and there's parts of Italy that are super expensive, whether tourists, expats, um, but this area is a little different. There's ancient mountains, rolling hills, there's farm fields, tree-covered cliffs. It's got that old-world vibe. Put the hustle and bustle of the modern world into the rearview mirror. Um and yeah, there's there's a lot of places in Italy right now that will you, you can buy these homes. And as long as you promise to fix them up, they cost you next to nothing, maybe a hundred dollars, oh, wow. maybe a thousand dollars, because the younger people are moving to the cities. And so they're looking for people to come and live in these cities again. And so there's a lot of places doing this in Italy and some other European countries. Wow. Absolutely. If you want to if you've had that dream of retiring to a European village, look into the ones that are offering these great incentives to move there. You can get the places for next to nothing. And all they ask is that, you know, you have to commit to doing something to live there for a certain period of time or to, you know, improve yeah. the the place that you're moving into. But what a great way to stretch everything. Yeah. And maybe that, that Popoli uh, would be intriguing to some people. I would think if you're looking for a home, uh, you know, with Italian wine, food, culture, that yeah. old European vibe at an affordable price. That sounds good. Yeah. And really those villages and that Italian culture, they're welcoming. So you get that break in the middle of the day, still in some of those classic villages. And it's really, 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 really nice. Um, Vietnam. Let's go to another part what? of the world real quick. Da Lot. I, I can't think I pronounced imagine um, U.S. citizens. Uh, Retiring in Vietnam. That surprises well, me. There are. Um, there, it's still a big vacation destination. True. I've, I've had a lot of friends go there for quite some time. They haven't moved there, but they really 
kind of dug in on an extended vacation going to these these areas. Uh, this one, Dalat, cool weather. It's misty. You know, it's got the, those mysterious mountain peaks, lush pine forests. Uh, it's kind of historical and fantastical. It lets the, the imagination kind of run wild. Uh, but it's got a lifestyle price tag that's considered very affordable. Because of the climate, air conditioning isn't really necessary. It keeps the utility bills low. Uh, the rent prices are pretty, and usually utilities are included in what's very affordable rent. Uh, they call it the Garden of Vietnam. There's roses, marigolds, hydrangeas, everlastings. They're all grown widely. Uh, and they've got a flourishing wine industry. Again, back to the wine for retirement. Uh <laughs> It's known globally for its outstanding culinary culture. And amazingly, that highly respected food will set you back as little as a dollar a plate. Whoa. Yeah. yeah so. And when I think wine, I think France, Italy, Argentina, California. But the wine and food culture in Delat sounds fantastic. I mean, a dollar a plate. Come on. You can't beat, can't yeah, beat it, that. <laughs> it's like Prague post the Cold War. Yeah. You could get like an eight course dinner for, you know, a dollar forty then. Oh. I'm sure that's gone up. It's been a long time. Um, Medellin, Colombia. Hmm. You know, I, I, the worst parts of the what we may remember Colombia of the 80s and 90s is over. Um, there's it, it provides one of the highest qualities of life. Surprisingly affordable, great infrastructure, clean, efficient metro system. They really do prioritize green space, parks, gardens, tree-lined streets. Uh, and a commit, it, in addition to that, the commitment to green development, it's very cosmopolitan. There's a ton of dining, great shopping, great entertainment. So there's always a full calendar of annual you know, festivals and fiestas. Another great consideration. Wow. A cosmopolitan city, a sustainable development strategy, and uh, access to a variety of Outdoor entertainment options. I like that. And uh, obviously there won't be any snow to shovel in the winter. <laughs> yeah. That's another plus yeah, for Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I was, again, like I said, I wanted to get to the uh, to some of these factors after. And we touched on them. But really, I think before I, I wrap this up, I want to reiterate, visit at least once to yes. get an idea. Once you, it's on your map as a potential plan with your advisor, with your financial pro, some money to visit multiple times. Keep that in your travel spending budget for the next few years to make sure you're getting there different times a year. See what the culture's like. Keep an eye, you know, read up on it. See what the government's like. Are you going to be okay with the policies? You know, some places are very inexpensive to rent. Because taxes are really high. You know, there's all different things. So depending on what your temperature is on that, how you're going to react to those kinds of things, you, you want to do some of your some of the research. And if your financial pro is worth at least their weight in salt, at the very least, they'll help you with that. They, their staff will help you do some of that research, see if those things are going to be there. And they'll help get those prices together for you, build that budget to help you achieve that goal. Again, you know, you, you can't do it on a whim. You want to make sure you're going to be able to go and survive there. The last thing you want to do is go and run out of money in a foreign country. Yeah. Right? So make sure you're working with your financial pro ahead of times. So make sure you're thinking about what your social life might look like. Like any other time we're talking about big changes in retirement. 
retirement itself is one of the biggest changes people are going to undertake in their life. So making sure you've really considered the social part of that and what some of these things are going to look like. Yes, you might love hiking. Um, you, you Maybe you don't love hiking with the wildlife that exists in some of these places you're going <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, you better watch out. Yeah, <clears throat> You might love fly fishing, but you might not love bot flies. <laughs> There's might yeah. be a lot of things that can change those, but the more you know in advance, the more likely you are to get there and have that goal that you've been looking forward to actually realized and and have it be something that that lasts and a good advisor should be able to do that for you we're here to help if you don't have one uh, make sure you're working with a financial pro and i think that's probably about as much we could talk we've talked about relocating in the states and maybe we'll do another show on that not too long future yeah that sounds good a great show today kind of a fascinating topic fun to talk about Really it's is. fun to dream about, ah, what if I move to a different country once I retire? And uh, my wife and I have thought of that, too. I mean, we love, you know, the UK. And, uh, mm. you know, it's like, huh, I wonder what it would be like to live in England or Ireland or Scotland, you know. Um, but probably need to visit a, a couple of times yeah. more first. <laughs> I've been to England, but uh, but uh, and so is Sarah, but never to Ireland or Scotland and not for you know, long enough time, you know, four days yeah. isn't going to, isn't going to no. do it. Right. So and maybe you go back if you're only a generation or two out, maybe you go back to where your people are from. You'll already have some of that stuff. They're like, now I still have cousins in Italy. If I moved to the village, my grandparents are from, I'd still, I'd have, I'd be plugged into a social network, right? Things like that are something you can think about if you've been there and you love it. Maybe that helps push that up your list. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Well, great show today. And why don't we one more time before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a retirement income plan in place so they know what they're looking at as far as what they can do in retirement. Sure. You can give us a call 800-339-9252, or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. Sounds great. And that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advice services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.